Our Honorable Ustad is with me on this beautiful Tuesday morning. Let's go to Ustad, inshallah. Remember, listeners, any questions? 084786-3132. Ustad, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihil kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Today we focus on Surah Tawbah, chapter number 9 of the Noble Qur'an. This chapter was revealed right in the latter portion of Mustafa Habibuna Wasallam's Hayat al-Tayyibah and Mubarak life. And we see it contains 129, sur- 129 verses and ayat. And we see that this surah has one distinction, that there is no Bismillah in the beginning of Surah 9, Surah Tawbah, Chapter 9. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu was asked, that why is there no Bismillah in the beginning of Surah Tawbah? He replied, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim is Madharul Rahma, and that is a manifestation of the mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla And this Surah exposes the Munafikin and hypocrites and the non-Muslims and so forth. So therefore, Almighty Allah speaks various places about the punishment and therefore bismillah has been omitted there are various lessons for us to learn in this verses here of surah toba number one who are the people entitled to be a trustee of a masjid in namaya amuru masajid allah only exclusively those people should be made the trustee of a masjid man amana billahi wal yawmil akhir who believe in almighty allah jalla wala in the last day wa aqama salata wa ata zakah and they are establishing their salah they pay their zakat wa lam yakhsha illa allah they fear none except allah they don't worry about carrying favor with people they must belong to the ahlu sunnah wal jamaah and remember those are the people who are entitled to become trustees not others and this is in surah toba chapter 9 verse 18 how much love should we have for almighty allah and mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam surah 9 chapter 9 verse 24 qul in kana aba'ukum wa abna'ukum wa ikhwanukum wa azwajukum wa ashiratukum whether it is your parents your children your siblings your brothers sisters your spouses your family members or your wealth that you accumulated, وَتِجَارَةٌ تَخْشَوْنَ كَسَادَهَا Or your business which you fear a downturn, وَمَسَاكِنُ تَرْضَوْنَهَا Your palatial beautiful homes that you love, أَحَبَّ إِلَيْكُمْ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِ If any of the aforementioned eight are mentioned there on top, are more beloved to you than Allah, مِنَ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ And Mustafa sallam. We love our spouses, parents, children, but the love must be limited. For Allah Jalla Wala, Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the love is unlimited. 
وَجِهَادٍ فِي سَبِيلِ Striving in the path of Almighty Allah, Dawah, Tabliq, Qital, Fighting, Jihad, all that comes in there. If it is the other way around, we love any of these eight things more than Almighty Allah and Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, فَتَرَبَّسُوا Then wait, حَتَّى يَأْتِيَ اللَّهُ بِأَمْرِهِ Till Almighty Allah jalla wala unleashes his punishment. So we can see today what is happening to the Muslim Ummah, globally, internationally. Allah has blessed us with wealth, but what do we do with that wealth? وَالَّذِينَ يَكْنِزُونَ الذَّهَبَ وَالْفِضَّةِ وَلَا يُنْفِقُونَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ فَبَشِّرْهُمْ بِعَذَابٍ أَلِيمٍ Those people who hoard and they store their gold and silver, they do not spend it in the path of Allah, make the announcement to them of a very, very painful, horrible, terrible punishment. Our Islamic calendar, remember, is something unique, and that is the day Almighty Allah created the universe. Inna iddata shuhuri inda Allah ithna ashara shahra. Fi kitabillahi yawma khalaqa samawati wal ard minha arbaatun hurum. So the twelve lunar months came about into existence the day Almighty Allah created this universe. Surah 9, chapter 9, verse 36. Then we come to Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an, the greatest personality to walk on this earth after all the Anbiya and messengers alayhi salatu wasalam. Almighty Allah state Surah 9 verse 40 Thani athnaini idhuma fil ghar He is the second of the two in the cave of Mustafa sallallahu sallam ghar thawr on the occasion of the hijrah going from Makkah Mukarramah to Madinah Munawwara إِذْ يَقُولُ لِصَاحِبِهِ Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu was not concerned and worried of himself. He said, Ya Rasulallah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam If the enemies just bend down, they were able to see us. On that occasion, Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam received wahi revelation. That, and when Nabi alayhi salatu salam told his companion, La tahazan, don't be worried. Don't be sad, don't be concerned. Inna Allah ma'ana. Verily, Allah's mercy, Allah's rahmah, Allah's nusra, Allah's assistance is with us. He said, no, because Siddiq radiallahu ithaniyath nain in the cave. Ithaniyath nain when they entered Medina Munawara. He is Thaniyah's name, the second of the two, on the Mubarak Musalla of Nabi alayhi salam. During the lifetime of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi salam, he performed 17 times imamat and was the imam for the ummah. And today also he is Thaniyah's name, buried right next to Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi salam. Any person says that Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala is not a Muslim, not a Sahab, be such a person is out of the fall of Islam. We need to be very, very clear on all these beliefs. That is the unanimous belief of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. And remember, 
All Maitella spoke extensively in these verses about the battle of Tabuk. Ghazwai Tabuk took place in the year, ninth year after Hijrah. The month was Rajab, and the Sahaba, an, they contributed 30,000 people left Medina Munawara to go towards Maktabuk in that intense heat, 50 degrees. It was midsummer. Almighty Allah speaks about Surah Tawbah, verse number 60, the recipients of zakat, eight categories. Zakat can only be given to Muslims and not to non-Muslims. We need to be clear on that issue as well. Any person criticizes, castigates the Sahaba, see what all Allah teaches us. Some Sahaba, like Sayyidina Usman radiallahu who gave substantial amount, 300 camels with the saddle, gold coins, and so forth. Poor, poor Sahaba brought dates, so the munafikin, hypocrites there in Medina, mocked at them. Juhudahum. Surah 9, Surah Tawbah, verse 79, that those people who criticized the Sahaba, who were the Pakka, true, devoted, dedicated mu'min and Muslims, in their charity, they said they're showing off, or oh, they are wasting time with this few dates, فَيَسْخَرُونَ minhum they mocked at them, Allah defends the Sahaba, Allah defends the students and companions of Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah mocks them. Allah takes them out of the fold of Islam. Walahum adabun alim. And for them is a terrible, horrible punishment. Surah 9, verse 79. O Ummah, esteemed listeners of Radio Al Ansar and Marqas Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, always defend the honor and integrity of every companion and Sahabi. Your Iman will be protected and when we go the other way then you will exit from Islam and you will see your progeny will also go out of the fall of Islam because that is the system of all Allah, except if Allah gives milk, gives hidayat, they make tawbah, then it is a different issue. Then in the ending, all Mithya Allah, Jalla wa Allah, speaks about all the Sahaba and people who follow them. وَالسَّابِقُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ مِنَ الْمُحَاجِرِينَ وَالْأَنصَارِ وَالَّذِينَ اتَّبَعُوهُمْ Surah 9 verse 100, all Mithya Allah states, the first and the foremost among the muhajireen, the migrants, and the Ansar, and those who follow them. So it shows that everybody must follow Sahaba. So when you follow them with sincerity, radiyallahu anhum wa an, Allah will be pleased with them. They will be pleased with Allah and you enter into Jannah and paradise. Zalik al-Fawzul Azim. That is the supreme success. Surah 9, verse number 100. May all, may Allah, Jalla wa Allah, grant us the true Iman and love for all, may Allah, Jalla wa Allah, and Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and all the Sahaba, Twenty nine minutes uh, to five. We go first to overseas. This beautiful, mashallah, Tuesday morning from Saint Petersburg. That's in Russia. Muftisab. Apart from those privileged Sahabas and the people that took part in the Battle of Badr, who else can achieve Jannah without reckoning, Ustad? May Allah Subhanahu wa Taala reward you abundantly, Ustad, for your generosity and contribution to the Muslim Ummah. Saint Petersburg, Ustad. 
MashaAllah, I was there in St. Petersburg. I don't know if I met you, my brother, or my wife met you, my sister, but nevertheless, Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, gives glad tidings to all the Sahaba, and this is enshrined and mentioned in the Noble Quran, Surah 57, and that is Surah Hadid, and verse number 10, chapter 57, verse 10, Allah has promised Jannah for every one of the Sahaba. Therefore, we uphold and defend the honor, integrity of every one of the companions. We believe in the following. The greatest Sahaba companions are Ashara and Mubashara. That Sahaba, ten of them who were given glad tidings of Jannah here in this world. Then the Ashab Badr, those who participated in Badr 313. Then those Sahaba who participated in Bayatul Ridwan and Hudaybiyah, 1500 of them. And then you have the other Sahaba. So it shows that all of them will enter Jannah. And remember that Almighty Allah announced that He's pleased with all of them. So therefore, for all of them is Jannah. And there's no reckoning in that sense. Allah has forgiven them and remember that is why we, when we take their honorable names we say radiallahu anhu arda Allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with almighty Allah Ustaz, we go to Venezuela our my beloved friend uh, Zahir Ahmad he says assalamu alaikum the company I work uh, at have a canteen the kitchen does sell pork veg and meat products they advised that the chicken and veg is halal so he wants to know is it permissible Ustaz, to eat toasted cheese Toasted on a separate toaster, chicken fillets used in a burger and wraps, egg products, toasted egg and cheese to scramble it. He says, uh, Ustad, I will even go as far to ask them to use separate utensils from Venezuela, Ustad. Remember that if they are using the same fridges, freezer, stove and everything else and same microwave or whatever, then it's haram for the Muslim to eat and buy from there these type of products like meat and whatever you and so forth. Because definitely contamination will take place, the same utensils, the same cutlery, crockery, all are used. So therefore, even if it's like that, it's haram, it's not permissible. That's one. Number two, if they the slightest doubt, then also you should abstain. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told and informed Sayyidina Hassan radiallahu ta'ala anhu this authentic hadith in Tirmidhi da'ama yuribuka ila ma'ala yuribuk. Leave that which places you and puts you into doubt and opt for that in which there is no doubt at all. Third one, if everything is separate, then remember it's a different issue. But I don't know in Venezuela, we've been there also, alhamdulillah, twice I think. But anyway, you must remember that in a case like this, my advice to you will be, you know which company you work for, you know your hours and so forth, so you take your own lunch, you take your own meals with you, and in that way, yes, if you have to buy water or juice or whatever, you, then you can just buy it from them, but there's meat stuff and other things, rather you stay away, as long as all the things are mixed up and everything, there's a lot of a great possibility there of contamination, so then you must stay away. Ustad, I've got a, a, a new listener from Ethiopia, Sister Nazreen. She's asking, is this an Islamic channel? I think this is the first time she's listening to Marqa Sahaba Ustad. 
Alhamdulillah, Sister Nasreen. Nasreen means to have the deen of all. Allah, you have tuned on right correctly to Marqas Sahaba, the voice of Alu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. We are new and we are now eight, nine months with the help and mercy of all. Allah, we broadcast worldwide 24-7, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, all with the help and mercy of all. Sister, we request you to make dua for us. And inshallah, we make dua from the land of Najashi. And that is when Negus was and he embraced Islam when Sayyidina Ja'far radiallahu ta'ala read Surah Maryam. So that land of Ethiopia, Habasha, has great significance for us as Muslims. It was the first Muhajar. Muhajar means the first place of Hijrah. First Hijrah and migration Sahaba made from Makkah Mukarrama was to Habasha, Ethiopia. Thereafter, then they made to Hijrah and migrated to Medina Munawwara. So great significance. Keep on listening to us, inshallah. Keep it locked onto Marqas Sahaba, <laughs> the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, and make dua Allah Ta'ala accept us all for the khidmat and service of deen. We said one of our listeners, Sister uh, uh, Razia Tayyip from Peter Marisburg, her husband passed away yesterday morning, 8 o'clock. So she wants to ask you, what can she read at this time of her iddat? Ustad. Allah Jalla Wala grant your husband, sister Jannatul Firdaus, every Muslim, you, me, all of us should learn these two verses and read it abundantly. And sister, tell your children as well, grandchildren if you have, that they should be learning all these verses. Surah 59, Surah Hashar, verse 10. Rabbana gfil lana wa li ikhwanina alladheena sabakuna bil iman. Oh, beloved Allah, forgive us, forgive our brothers and sisters who passed away before us with Iman Surah 59 verse 10 in the 28 Supara 28 Jews by the first quarter read the ending you find it there then second dua you should read and the second dua my sister you should teach your daughters your sons as well Surah 14 Surah Ibrahim verse 41 in the ending of the 13 Supara 13 Jews Rabbana fili Oh, beloved Allah, forgive me, forgive my beloved parents, forgive the believers the day when the reckoning is established. Second one, read abundant Quran, Surah Yasin, and so forth for the deceased. The hadith is mentioned in Abu Dawood, Ibn Majah, Musnad Ahmad, on the authority of Ma'aqil bin Yasar, radiallahu anhu wa Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Iqra Yaseen ala mawtakum, read Surah Yaseen for your disease. So you read Surah Yaseen, any other Surah, it's fine. Give out charity, cash your kind, one loaf of bread, one ton of fish, or whatever it is. So you give it out to poor people, Muslim, non-Muslim. In that way, Allah Jalla wa forgive your husband. For Ameen. you, for Ameen. you, sister, you should know the following rules. Yesterday your husband passed away, you know the exact time, 8 o'clock or whatever you, so count from that time, 130 days, 130 days, and remember that is when your iddat will expire. During the iddat you cannot wear new clothes, you cannot wear jewelry, 
you cannot apply henna and mehendi and you cannot be going out and so forth here and there shopping and visiting and so forth so you have to stay at home it is the time of mourning and this is what islamic law is according to all four schools so that are the laws that you should try and comply with and adhere with May Allah Jalla Wala grant your husband Jannatul Firdaus. Allah maghfillahu warhamhu wa sakinu fil jannah. Allah mazuku Jannatul Firdaus. We all make dua. Allah Ta'ala make it easy for him and for you and the children and family. Ameen, ameen, summa ameen. Ustad, my daughter is a widow. Now she's going out with a non-Muslim man. And Molana, I tried so hard to tell her to stop, but she don't want to stop seeing him. Please, Ustad, help me. Anonymous. Remember all these children who are involved with Muslim boyfriends, girlfriends, or worse, with non-Muslim idol worshippers, mushriks, and Christians, and whoever else. So remember, you, the family, must excommunicate them. You must boycott them. We love for the sake of Allah, and we hate for the sake of Allah. We don't hate the person per se. We hate the crime that he or she is perpetrating. You tell your daughter, you get out, you're not welcome in this house, no more salam with you, no more kalam with you, tell your other children, family members, and it is wajib and compulsory. This is how our children get involved and become murtad and murtadda, as we can see nowadays, that remember people getting married to idol worshippers, people getting married to Christian, people getting married to non-Muslims, so all this is zina and fornication adultery and the children are all illegitimate and so forth so we should understand the consequences and ramifications for a muslim lady to get married to any non-muslim man is absolutely haram surah 60 verse 10 la hunna lahum wa la hum lahun. so you should be very clear and put your foot down and totally tell her till she doesn't change and reform Till then, she's not welcome. Ustad, we go to um, seeing the question, mashallah, brother Abad. He says, uh, Assalamu alaikum mufti. If I loan money to someone and make specific agreement with him, if he returns the money and adds to it on his own accord, is this viewed as interest? Or if he buys me a gift or an item as a token of gratitude, will this be viewed as interest? No specific agreement in place. It is based on his own free will. Abad. I think it says Kazakhstan. Mashallah, Kazakhstan, Mashallah. This one country we still have to go to. Inshallah, we will come there. Inshallah. My brother, your question, study it properly and you will see this Tanakus and this contradiction in your question. In the first part of your question, you say there is an agreement. And second part, you say there is no agreement. So both ways we will answer it. First and foremost, let's go to the hadith. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Kullu qardin jarraman fa'atan fawariba. The hadith is mentioned in Jamiu Sagheer. Every time a person gives a loan, and that loan draws with it some benefit, some extra. So that extra is riba and interest and haram in Islam. If it is conditional that I'll give you thousand dollars, thousand rupees, thousand rands, brother, our currency in South Africa is rands. So therefore, I'm giving that example. And you tell the person plus 10 percent, so he must pay you 1100. So that is 100 percent riba, haram, not permissible and unlawful. 
Second one is, it's not conditional, but it is the urf. Urf means the trend and the tradition and custom in that place. If you give 1,000, then the person has to pay back 1,100 so or anything extra. So that also is haram al-ma'aruf kal-mashurut. That once the tradition comes and custom comes, then it is considered just like a condition. So that also is haram. Number three, the third way will be you gave the person the thousand or hundred thousand, whatever, as a loan. There was nothing in place. You were not expecting anything on his own. That person gave you extra a gift or whatever you. So then that would be permissible for you. But remember, you did not write it. You did not speak about it. You did not expect it. Then that would be permissible and acceptable for you. Ustada, uh, one more question, of course. This is from Washington, our beloved, very good friend, uh, Brother Michael. He says here, morning, Mufti. Uh, I really find this program very interesting every morning. Yesterday at work, on my workplace, I was just speaking about this program and on Islam. And my manager called me and he gave me a warning of speaking about Islam. What do I do? Brother Michael, Ustad. <laughs> Brother, let us get the terminology right. The word is Islam. I-S-L-A-M. So Islam, not Islam with the Z, right? Islam means to submit, to surrender. To who? To the Supreme Being, Almighty Allah, Jalla You see, Michael, this is always the way of cowards. This is always the way of the enemies. They want to suppress the truth. And for us as Muslims, this is nothing surprising. Mm. Almighty Allah Jalla wa'ala has mentioned this in the Noble Quran. Yuriduna ayyutfi'u nur Allahi bi'afwa'ihim. Today, tomorrow, until the day of justice, the enemies, what will be their agenda? Their intention and motive is to extinguish the nur and the radiance and effulgence and the celestial light. They want to extinguish the light, the radiance, the effulgence of which Almighty Allah has blessed humanity with their mouths, with their media, they will intimidate you, they will speak about, Wallahu mutimmu nurihi, but Allah will let the celestial light spread everywhere in this world, the Islam will prevail, al kafirun, although the non-Muslims, the disbelievers, they hate it, chapter number 61, verse 8, so you read that verse, my brother Michael, chapter 61, verse 8, my message to you, Michael, is, you find this program interesting we say alhamdulillah all praise to allah the supreme being so what you have to do michael first and foremost your own conscience ask yourself which faith are you belonging to do you belong to christianity can you accept three is equal to one and one is to three can you accept so many different versions of the bible the divergence are also confused so we have the Quran Sharif, one Quran, millions, billions of people are believing in it, and we have millions of people who bayhearted it from time immemorial. So that is what Islam is teaching us. So my brother, you don't have to jeopardize your job and so forth, mm. but in your leisure time, when you got nothing to do with your boss and so forth, you send out the emails, the WhatsApp, everything, and tell people to tune in to Marcus Sahaba 
Allah, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, and Michael, you, my brother, I'm extending the special invitation to you. Ameen. I think it's time you have to read the kalima, Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah, wa Ashhadu anna Muhammad abdu rasuluh. I bear testimony that truly none is worthy of worship but Allah, wa Ashhadu anna Muhammad abdu rasuluh. And I also bear testimony that Mustafa Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the final slave and servant, the final messenger of all Allah, and he is the slave and servant of all Allah jalla Think about it, Michael. You keep on posting and sending your questions. Ameen. We really love them, and we want to interact with you. Allah be with you, my brother. Salamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to the listeners. Amin, amin, amin. Walikum salam. Ustad, quickly, Nani wants to know Uzbekistan and Kazakhstan. Are they neighbor countries? Is one Urdu, one Gujarat? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Nani, they neighbor countries, but not Urdu and Gujarati. Nani, we're coming Dundee and uh, Newcastle, inshallah. Friday, we'll be there. Make dua. Assalamu alaikum.